Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic is you don't do what you should. So um, today is, is different than, than any other day. Um, kind of pressed for time, but I'm not going to shortcut you guys in any way, shape, form or fashion. Um, one of the things that I've, I've well, one of the things that I've been doing here lately is I've been reading a devotion um, regarding your time, time management. And it's so important that we be good stewards over with our time that God has so graciously blessed us with. And um, I am reminded how we we have to balance out, you know, making time for him, making time for those things that are very important. Our families, our spouses, um, our children, you know, and we have to make time for ourselves as well. So um, I just wanted to put that in there. Um, it's the devotion that I'm currently reading and it's really been an eye opener to some things um, for me and that I do on a day to day basis and um, very helpful. So um, as you heard, the title is topic is, excuse me, you don't do what you should. A lot of times. We wonder why we aren't where we should be or why we don't receive what we feel we should have in our lives. God dealt with me this past week, um, actually the same day that I uh, that I'm scheduled to upload the podcast. And I was on my way to the gym and just. You know, that's another space and time for me to have some one on one time with God. Um, And in the midst of that. You know, he began to deal with me like you want this and this in your life, you want this to go this way, but you don't do what you should. I'm like, wow. And so. Y'all know me (laughs) if a topic or something something drops into my heart my spirit like that it just it never leaves me alone and it just continued to reveal itself more and more throughout the week you know it it don't always have to be the the big stuff you know what i'm saying a lot of times god is calling us to do small minute things that in our eyes we feel as small and minute but in his eyes it's really big you know because it allows him to see where our heart is. It allows him to to pull out of us things that we didn't may necessarily didn't know was there, but he knew was there all the time and that he push pushes and positions, us, excuse me, into a place to where we can be who he has called us to be. And the goal is to be more Christ like that should be our goal. That should be our ambition. And. I don't know about anybody else, but I desire to be more like God each and every day that I wake up, you know, when I'm parenting me as a husband, me as a son, 
as a coworker, as a friend, as a man. Like when I'm in, in, when people see me, I want them to see Christ. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and how do we do that? You know, by doing what we should do. You know, a lot of times we feel uneased or we feel uncomfortable or we feel like, how is this person going to receive me or, or how am I going to be looked? It's not about all those things. Granted, I, I believe God is loving enough that he, he ain't going to make us do something that's just like going to make you look super goofy. But God is loving enough to 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 do things. He's a God of decency and order. You know, I'll say that. And he is a God who uh, there he doesn't have there. He's not the author of confusion. You know, so when he asks you to do something, just do it, you know, and, and you will reap the benefits down the line for sure. You know, he said, if you be willing and obedient, that you should eat the good of the land, you know, and if we don't, there's a consequence behind that. You know, um, one of the things that in the past that I was dealt with for the longest was studying the word of God. I know scripture. And I know how to apply it to some degree. But he said to study, to show thyself approved, rightly dividing the word of truth. And then he also said in his word to be able that you should that we should always have a word. That we should be prepared to give an answer to anyone of the hope that lies within us. Like, why? Why do we believe in God? We should have an answer for that. And. You know, it's one thing to read the word of God, then it's a whole different thing to study the word of God. Then it's a whole nother level to it when you actually take it and apply it, the application of the word of God. Because some things, some scriptures can be taken out of context. So um, just wanted to start off with that, giving you a brief synopsis about we, but what we're about to jump off into this week. Um. Before I go any further, I do want to take this space and time and thank each and every one of you for tuning in to another episode. Um, once again, it is such a blessing and an honor and a privilege to be a voice for God, a vessel used by God. I truly uh, believe that God has called me to do great things in the world. This just being one of them and a platform that he has so graciously allowed for me to be able to utilize, to, to preach and teach and to inspire and motivate about the word of God, spreading the gospel in a different way, you know, because some people may never come to church. But here's the thing. And I know I've said it multiple times. Even though they may never come to the church, the church should be present wherever we are, because we are the church. And this is something I don't know if I've mentioned to here on the podcast, and I probably have just don't remember in this in this point in time. But. Jesus, his his ministry was never inside of the four walls. The only time that we heard of Jesus and I'm not a Bible scholar, I don't claim to be somebody who knows the word page for page. Every little, I, but I know this. 
in Jesus's younger days, like roughly give or take around his teenage years, um, Mary went to go look for him. And where was he at? He was in the house of the Lord and he kind of got smart with his mama. And I'm paraphrasing, you know, not in a disrespectful way, but, you know, in this day and time, if you said that, you know, <laughs> but um, in all due respect to the word of God, not taking away or adding to the word of God, he spoke to his mother. He answered her and, and, and replied that. Didn't you know where I was like that? I would be, you know, in the temple that I'm about my father's business, you know, and other than that, far as I've read for myself. Jesus, his ministry was outside of the four walls. It wasn't contained to a building. So that's not an excuse for us to not, you know, receive the word of God, you know. Um, but I, I just I just want to thank you all, man, for allowing me to to have this space. And most of all, I thank God for allowing me um, to for this to be placed above my heart, you know. Um, and I believe for myself that it's preparing me for another platform, you know, and I've ran away from it so long for so, so long. But at a young age, maybe even younger than my teenage years, I've always heard different um, ministers and, and men of God, men of men of the faith speak over my life or tell me and prophesy that, you know, that God had, had called me to be a pastor. And for me, I ran from that for so long. You know, the more I mature in, in God and in life, I I step into that and 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 um, receive that calling, you know, um, which leads me into another. And I'm not going to go into that, but I was just watching another video and I briefly summarize. In that video um, or excuse, yeah, recording, it was it was a sermon by Pastor Robert Madu of Social Dallas. And he was talking about Jonah, um, but the, the title was Under the Sea. Not like the movie, <laughs> you know, um, that recently just came out, The Little Mermaid, the the more um, less animated, but actual, you know, per people, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, but under the call, you know, we all have a call on our life. And like I said, I ran from it for so long. And as I get older and mature in the things of God, I step into that, you know, and receive that, you know, because I, I for myself don't know what that looks like. And I'm pretty sure like many other uh, men of God and pastors who are pastors and been pastoring for years, um, they may may not have known what that looked like. But the more I devote my life and the things that I do on a daily basis and getting deeper in my relationship with God, I begin to understand to do what he has called me to do. So um, we all got a call and, and I appreciate you for those of that have answered the call. You know what that looks like for you. It may look different than me, than mine. It, none of our call is the same. You know, we're all called to do different things in the earth. But the most important thing is to answer the call to do what he has called you to do um, and trust him, have faith in him, believe in him that he'll see you through it. So once again, I just want to thank you for 
um, allowing me to to be able to speak into your life, to be an encouragement to you, to bring lightness into a dark world. Um, thank you. Thank you. You know, you don't have to do what you do, but I appreciate each and every one of you listeners. Um, Moving right ahead. One of the, the, the scriptures that I was reading last week, that was one of my daily scriptures that um, was one of the reasons why I believe God allowed for this to come back up and for him to deal with me. Because when you read the word of God, you should you should get a revelation. You should get a check about somewhere in your life that needs to be corrected. You know what I'm saying? Um, you hear me say it all the time. We don't we know we're not perfect people, but that's that's you know, we sometimes you say, well, ain't nobody perfect. No, but we strive for perfection. We strive to be like Christ. You know, the Bible even tells us to be perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect. You know, he knows that there will never be perfect. He knows that because there is a constant battle between this flesh and our spirit. But we have the ability to strengthen our spiritual man, our spiritual selves in a way that will cause us to be more like him and less like this flesh. When we discipline this flesh, when we fast, when we pray, when we read the word of God, we align ourselves to be more like him and less like the world, less like what people perceive us to be or what even what we think we should be. Because he he allows for us to take on a new mind. When we come in Christ, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. So the first scripture, like I said, um, that that dawned, this brought this into to fruition for me was Romans 7 and 19. And this is the New Living Translation. It says, I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. And many of you are familiar with the King James Version. You know, it says when I want to do when I want to do good and I'm, I'm just going to bring it up. Um, because I don't like to add to the word of God or take away from it. I don't want to do that. <clears throat> says for the good that I would do what I, that I would do. I do not. But the evil which I would. Not that I do. And, I, and y'all forgive me because I've always known it as when I went to do good, evil was always present. And it always it always is. Evil is always present. That's not a reason or excuse to do what we do. But we should do what we should do. Not what we we don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't that when you know what's wrong and you know what's right. Even though it, if if it feel good to do wrong, sin feel good. Let's let's keep it a hundred. We ain't been saved all our lives. You know what I'm saying? It 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 lures you into this life of a temporary satisfaction, a temporary fulfillment, but it don't reveal to you that it's gonna cause you a lifetime 
or it's going to cause you pain. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we look at sin, when our eyes are blinded to um, what God's perspective is on it, we only see it as, well, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. As opposed to thank you, Lord, for keeping that from me. Thank you, Lord, for revealing that to me, that that's going to do me harm and not good. It says his plans are to 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 do of, of good, not of evil. You know what I'm saying? The enemy will desire <laughs> to 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 take you out. He don't care about your life. All he cares is if you on his side and he got you going in the opposite direction because he knows that we are the only beings that he created that can bring him glory. We we pretty much took his his spot. He got stupid and prideful and 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 chose to say he wanted to be be God. God like I ain't having that. And we as a people have to be mindful to not be like him. Because at the end of this life, there is a life after. So we need to make sure that we do what we should do so that we can partake in that, that we can be there with him for eternity. Not the opposite end of being with a joker who it, it don't give a care in the world. Whether you rich or whether you poor. Long as you ain't doing what God want, what, what God wants you to do, he's he's a peace. He's happy. When we give in to sin, he's happy. When we shun and and, and run away from sin, when we flee from sin, we make our father in heaven happy. When we doing right, when we are witnessing, telling people about the goodness of God, when we are telling people about a God who can heal, a God who saved us and can save them, too, and deliver them from anything that they've been through in life. The God who created the galaxy and the stars, the earth, the birds, the bees, the trees, everything. We make our father happy. There will be times when you'll be tired. There will be times when you don't want to do this and that. There'll be times when you may not want to pray because of a, a loss of a loved one. You may not want to, to, to go to church because you just, you just had a, a rough week. You may not want to get before God, but it's so important that you do. Because that what you should do, do it. Especially if it's, it's going to please your heavenly father. Don't don't look at to doing what you want to do. For God as a. Chore, but look at it as an opportunity. Look at it as man, I get to do this for my heavenly father. He gave me life. 
I could never repay him for what he did. He gave his life. He paid the ultimate sacrifice for you and me. He gave his life. That's love. Says what greater love than this than a man to lay down his life for another. Not many people, people say like, I'll die for you. I'll take a bullet for you. I'll jump in front of a train or I'll do this. Will you really? Jesus, I, forgive me if I'm wrong for saying this, but Jesus was a gangster. Like he was, he man, he was the toughest. You want to know a man's man's and this is Father's Month. Like you want to know what a real man, like that was Jesus. God in the flesh, like, like for real, he, he took on everything that humanity did. Like the world, do you know how large the world is? The entire universe on top of all these, you think about it, the sins of the past, the sins of the present and the sins of the future. All rest of it upon one man. When I think about that, I, I, I just I'm so thankful. My heart is filled with gratitude because he didn't have to give his life for me and you. But he did because he loved us so much. He knew that there was no way, nobody else that could redeem man. He is the mediator. That's why when we pray, we say in Jesus name. We don't say in my name and your name and Allah and Buddha and in, in, in the grass. No, there is no name above, no name above the name of Jesus. He is the way, the truth and the life. No, we cannot go to God. In any other name or any other way, shape, form or fashion, we cannot. He's the one that that's when we pray and we put our give our petition to God. He's the one that's sitting at the right hand of of our father in heaven. He's the mediator. And I thank him for doing that, man. He didn't have to do that. Like it's 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 such an opportunity. And, and I'm so grateful and thankful that he did what he did. I wouldn't be here today. You wouldn't be here today. This world would be much more chaotic than it already is. The time to Sodom and Gomorrah, all those things, man, if Jesus never entered into the world, people would be lost, truly lost. You thought we was lost before. You think people lost now? Song by Jay Moss said, what if he said no? We will be lost, man. Micah 6 and 8 says, Know, O people, the Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires you to what of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. And this is also a New Living Translation. And as I summarize um, this, and it's so important, man, like I thank God for different translations of the Bible because it helps you to understand it in a, in a better way for you. Always this, King James is like, you know, that's the original always will be. 
Um, and and over the years, there have different translations that have come out. You got NIV, the message, um, ESV, English Standard Version, um, New King James Version. And everybody is at a different level. You know, some people are more old school, if you will, King James, New King James. You know, and then for us that are millennials and and older ones, you know, or I should say older ones, but ones that are like 21st century and and any child that was born after uh, um, 2000 something. A lot of us, we we tend to lean toward, you know, these different versions like this. It's a little bit better, um, easy or excuse me, easier to understand. But it says, no, O people, the Lord has told you what is good. He He tells us what is good every day. He said, give us give us this day our daily bread. He does that daily. And it says, and this is what he requires of you to do what is right. Do what's right. To love mercy, love mercy and to walk humbly with your God, because mercy. Is. And he had mercy on us all a lot. Like if it wasn't for his mercy, a lot of people, we talk about grace, but if it wasn't for his mercy, mercy is him not giving what you do deserve. Like mercy is, is, is much needed. You know, um, there, um, I just put it like this in a, in a sentence or have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, O oh Lord. Like, Lord, like, please, like, don't don't let that happen. You know, even back when in that time when David and other people that they sinned and they jacked up and messed up. Like, have mercy on me. And then he said, because he said, love mercy. Then he also said, walk humbly with your God. Walk humbly with your God. Don't just walk humbly, but walk humbly with your God. Take them every step of the way that you go, that you do what you do. Walk humbly with them. When doors of opportunities open, walk humbly with God. When you get financially blessed or God bless you with a new car or a new house, you know, or, or whatever it may be. Sky's the limit. Walk humbly with your God. God allow, you know, your child to make it to the NBA or the NFL or a loved one to, to, to the league. Walk humbly with your God. God allow you to somebody to bless you with a million dollars or more. Walk humbly with your God. And I just use use all these things because those things we grasp for towards more. But let me say this. If you sick, walk humbly with your God. Because at any time, God could take us out of here just like that, just like he did in, in, in Noah's day. With, with the flood, he could he could easily wipe us out, but he said he not he's not going to destroy the world or end the world uh, with water next time. It's going to be fire, brimstone, fire next time, you know. And so. It's so important. That even if it ain't the other blessings, if he if he's healing, your if he healed your body while humbly with your God. If he touched you and kept you in your right mind, walk humbly with your God. That's what you should do. 
Walk humbly with your God when he, when he spared you from getting into the accident. Accident. Walk humbly with, with your God, my God, when he kept you on the job, when, when they could have they fired you. Walk humbly with your God. Each and every day. Proverbs 21 and 5. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Don't take the short route. I'm guilty of this, man. I'm going to tell a story real quick. Years ago, maybe about. I can't remember how far into my marriage it was, but. Um, might have been around 2012, 2013. I'm not sure. Um, I was one of many, and and I'm just gonna say me, but I don't know who else experienced it. I'm pretty sure others experienced it. But it was a, it was a little scam thing going on, and it was on Instagram, and I just so happened to, um, you know, get lured into this this trap, and they were selling and saying that they if you send them on 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 a um it's one of those cars that you get from Rite A's or Walgreens um it's like a I can't think of the car but it was like a green car and long story short you send them 500 they can flip that and make it and and you'll have 5000 so I'm like what being stupid <laughs> not not really like really being having discernment at all that's that's what like the love of money is the root of all evil will do to you and i and and granted i wasn't like money hungry in a way of like just trying to do for me but trying to provide for my family and in my mind i'm like man you know what i could do with five grand you know for my like i could do this this and this and um, wrapping it up, I got scammed, man. Not once, but that I did it twice. I was stupid. I was foolish, you know, um, trying to take a shortcut. There are no shortcuts in life. There are, but they lead to to you reaping, you know, trying to figure out how now how you gonna pay your bills. You you done gave all this this money to this. You know what I'm saying? And because um, he said good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. If you plan right, you work hard, you'll be prosperous. But if you're hasty or you excuse me, but hasty shortcuts, they lead to poverty. They do. Even when it comes to doing things like don't take the short route. Don't, you know, half do a job or don't take the short route. Don't do shortcuts. Do the work. All right. Got a few more scriptures here and we're going to wrap things up. John 9 and 4. We must quickly carry out the task assigned to us or assigned us by the one who sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. Don't know how much more time we got. Don't know when your number going to be called. Don't know when he's when Jesus is going to crack the sky. 
says we must quickly carry out the tasks assigned us, the assignments that God has given each of us, carry them out each and every day. When we wake up, it should be on your heart. Lord, what do you want me to do today? What assignment do you have me to, to do? I know I have things that I have to do, but let me seek you first, the kingdom of heaven, your righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto me. I'm going to acknowledge you in all of my ways. I'm not going to lean to my own understanding so that you can direct my path. It says the night is coming and no one can work. The time is coming when no one can work, when you won't be able to carry out the tasks and assignments that he has sent you to do. And night for some people, maybe you're not waking up tomorrow and, and, and today being your last day. Night, like no more work, no more movement in your body, no more blood running through your veins, no more heart pumping, none of that. That time is coming. And you better be sure you got your house in order. You better be sure you're doing what you should. Just like I know I should. Do what you should do. <clears throat> Last scripture. Ephesians 5, 15 and 17. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity, opportunity, excuse me, in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So don't just, you know, when you come into to, to being saved. That only you don't have to reap the, the seeds that you sown when you was out there big and bad to do whatever you wanted to do, you know, and it says, don't live like fools. Don't don't just be out here just living foolishly. Even if you do got a lot of bread, a lot of guap, a lot of moolah, like don't just be living foolishly. Even if you do got a lot of time in your hands, don't 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 just waste it. Don't live like don't be foolish. But live like those who are wise. Use wisdom, invest, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. We are blessing to be a blessing for it is better to give than to receive. Then it says, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Make the best of every opportunity. Even if it don't, you know, <laughs> make you feel good per se, make the best of every opportunity. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Do that. That's what you should do. You know, I'm thankful and grateful for life, health and strength. I'm thankful for my right mind. I'm thankful that I'm not somewhere in a mental institution that I'm not somewhere locked up, that I'm not somewhere buried six feet under because it very well could be that way for a lot of us.
And it's so important that when we hear the word of God, when somebody is telling us certain things, whether it's the pastor, a minister, or or some just a brother let that go to church, a, a elderly woman in your neighborhood, or they they that just so happen to have a conversation with you at the grocery store. Even if a child come to you and you're in public and you see it a lot now on social media because a lot of people are recording things. Even then, even if you watch a reel or something that, that you know is speaking to you. Adhere to it. Don't don't shun it and just be like, ah, that ain't for me. It is for you. If it's for you, take it in. Take the correction. Do what you're supposed to do with it. Oh, no, that's for him. Oh, no, he ain't talking to me. That word ain't for me. It very well is. And it'll save your life. If we're wise, we'll do what we're supposed to do, what God has called us to do. You know, I'm I'm humble, man. And I try my best to to be humble you know, not to be proudful, like walk up in a way that like I'm I'm just a know-it-all. Nah, I'm just a nobody trying to tell somebody or everybody about a man who can save, man who saved my life. Saved me from sin, addiction to pornography brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light some things we don't talk about but when you talk about it there's deliverance man when you talk about it you help somebody else to see like man i ain't supposed to be dabbling in that nah mm -mm. because there are certain things that we get into that lead us down a path of evil and, 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 and to sin and sin leads to death you may feel like, oh, I'm living, I'm thriving, I'm, I got money. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got this and that and that. Nah, you're slowly dying. Your soul is dead, practically. Say, so what is a prosperous man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? Even though I, I'm, I'm not rich yet, and I have to say it like that because I believe that what I'm going through right now is just a season. It's just a season. If I do what I'm supposed to do, he'll bless me in due time. And even if he don't, I know that he's able to. Just like the the like Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo and the fiery furnace. That that takes some faith and love for that for God to be thrown into a fiery furnace. And then he told he told the soldiers and or, you know, the people that threw him in to turn it up, turn up the heat. Like I still see like, hold on. And then a little while later, they said, hold on. Then you only throw three of them in there. Hold on. I see. It looked like another person in there and it looked like the son of God. But they knew. And when they came out like they didn't even smell like. And that's man. Y'all man. When it comes to the word of God and when you find yourself just enveloped 
like just just deep into who he is and allow him to use you, man. You you just begin to speak and think about the goodness of God and what he did for others and what he's done for you. God is amazing. I'm thankful that even during my hard times, man, I still have faith in God. I still believe God to bring me through any test, trial and tribulation that I face. To see me through today, no matter what the day may bring, long as God, you with me, I'm going to be all right. You're going to be all right. No matter what you face and what you face this year, you're going to be all right because God is with you. If he if God is with you, who could be against you? You got him on your side like, man. You got everything that you need, and that's facts. So I do want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey once again. And thank you. Thank you for being who you are. But most of all, thank you for allowing what is taking place right now that's ministering to your heart. Just allow God. Take that space and time, you know, to to really re either re-listen or just sit in the word of God or just sit in a space and just allow God to minister to your heart. If you take the time to really just key in on his voice, he's speaking. But are you listening? Drown out the noise. Find yourself a quiet place. Each and every day. He's deserving of that. Thank each and every one of you once again for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.